welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Hallelujah. On behalf of Pastor, I want to welcome all of us to tonight's teaching service. Amen. Tonight, our theme for this evening's teaching service is hindrances to answered prayers. Hallelujah. Hindrances to answered prayers. There are things that hinders men from receiving answers to their prayer and this morning we are this evening we are believing god that he will lead us and open our eyes to this truth in his word that will help us operate in the realm of having answered prayers all the time hallelujah bible says in jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 that call unto me and i will answer you and i will show thee great and mighty things that you know not of which means that the requirement or the desire of every believer is to receive answers to their prayer because the scripture says that jesus or god was telling Jeremiah to tell the people that call to me, pray to me, and I will answer you. I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Meaning that any man who calls on the Lord, any man who prays to God, should expect an answer from God. But it happens in our life that there are many times that we pray to God, but we don't receive the desired answers. The expectation of every believer or of every Christian is that his, his prayers will be answered. But many a times, the believer finds himself in a place of having unanswered prayers. And this evening we want to find out what are some of the things that hinders our prayers from being answered. Hallelujah. And we believe that as we uncover this truth, God would help us deal with them and cause us to have a harvest of answers to our prayers in Jesus' name. Jesus said, Jesus prayed and always received answers to all his prayers. Every prayer Jesus prayed, he received answers to those prayers. He says, Father, I know you hear me, therefore I call unto you. So the child of God should have that assurance and that confidence that there is a God in heaven who answers prayer. That there is a God in heaven, when you call on him, he will answer your prayer. Therefore, it's, it will be 
a challenge that you pray and pray and pray and pray and never see answers to your prayer. Sometimes it can be very disturbing that you spend time in prayer about a matter and you never achieve or you never see the fulfillment of that prayer in your life. It might be some one or two reasons why you are not receiving answers to that prayer. And I pray that tonight, through this teaching, the Lord will help us to receive answers to our prayers in Jesus' name. To have an effective prayer life, we must remove all of these hindrances, all of these obstacles, all of these blockades that blocks our prayers from receiving answers in order for us to function in the realm of receiving answered prayers we have to remove all of these hindrances prayer is such that we always have to get a feedback that is the answer from god is a two-way communication between God and man. Therefore, after prayer, it is expected that the man should also hear from God. So you spend time to pray about your child. That, oh, maybe your child has a certain difficulty. Be in expectation and hope that God will come through with an answer or with a reply for that prayer. Most at times because our desired answer doesn't come through, we think that answer or that prayer is not answered. But that is not the case. Any prayer prayed by man is answered by God. Any prayer offered to God is answered. Maybe the answer God gave you did not correspond to the desire you have in your heart. But God is a prayer answering God. And any prayer that you pray, there is an answer released from heaven. I pray that this evening, God will help us receive answers to every prayer that we release from this house. Hallelujah. Sometimes his answer may not be in our favor. That is why we would think he has not answered our prayer. But any prayer prayed by man is answered by God. That is why people have come out with theories and they have come out with things that they believe that they are the answer that, give, that God gives to the prayers of men. So some say that God has three ways of answering man. Number one, he can say no to that prayer you have prayed. Number two, God can say yes to that prayer that you have prayed. And number three, he can say wait to that prayer that you have prayed. But any of these answers is an answer to the prayer you pray to God. And it might not be what you had in your heart. Or it might not be the answer you desired. But that will be the answer that God released to you. There will be times that God will answer our prayer with a no. 
<laughs> it's an answered prayer. Hallelujah. There will be a time you are praying, God, should I go on this journey? God, should I embark on this project? And God's answer to you in the midst of that prayer will be that, no, don't go on that journey. And you have to be open to that answer. Hallelujah. And other times, the response of God or the answer of God to that prayer will be a yes. God, I want to sow this amount of money as a seed to your church or to your, to your servants, pastor. Should I go ahead or not? And God will confirm his word in your heart. There will be times you'll be led to do things for God and you'll carry it in prayer. That God, I want to do this. Should I go ahead? And you will see that after that prayer, there will be a release, a victory note in your spirit as a yes. And that should be the answer that God had given to you. And there are other times God will tell you, my child, wait here small, tarry small, because I have another agenda for your life. Hallelujah. I pray that whatever answer God will release as a response to our prayer, we will not fight it, but rather we will flow with that answer in the name of Jesus. As much as God desires to answer all our prayers, you see, God has a desire to answer all our prayers. But we should also know that it is not or it's not automatic that all your prayers will receive the answer you desire. And also there are things that can cause an interference or hinder the answer that God will give to you. And this morning, this evening, we want to look at a few of those things that can hinder our answered prayers. Hallelujah. Bible says in Psalm 37 verse 4. It says that delight yourselves also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. It means that it is possible for a man to have the desire of his heart answered in prayer. Hallelujah. So in this month of prophetic announcement, you can make a prophetic announcement concerning your business and God can grant that desire of your heart. Hallelujah. Because he says, the one who delights himself in the Lord, the one who prays according to the will of God, is the child whose answer or whose prayer is answered by God. I pray that every desire in your heart will be answered by God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You see, sometimes the desires of the things we hope for, the answers we seek to achieve, when they are not given to us, we feel that prayer is not answered. That prayer was answered by God. But that is not our focus this evening. We want to move into the things that will hinder 
our prayer from being answered according to what Jesus taught in Mark chapter 11 verse 20. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles to Mark chapter 11 verse 20. So the first hindrance to answered prayers is unbelief. The first thing that can hinder the prayer of a believer, the first thing that can hinder the prayer of a Christian is when the Christian lacks faith. When the Christian prays in unbelief. So Mark chapter 11 verse 20, we'll read to 24. It says that now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter remembering said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cares had waded away. Verse 22. And Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. Okay, let's move on. So assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Hallelujah. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, do what? Believe that you receive them and you will have them. Hallelujah. So the first thing that hinders the prayer of the believer the first thing that prevents us from receiving answers to our prayer according to Mark 11, 20 to 24 is that when we have unbelief in our hearts, I pray that every trace of unbelief in our hearts, may the Lord replace it with faith in the name of Jesus. That is why Jesus said to them, have faith in God. Other version says, have the God kind of faith. It is only faith that moves our prayers from unanswered prayers to answered prayers. So you will see a child of God believing God for a breakthrough. And he is praying and praying, but that prayer is out of fear. And he will never receive an answer from God. But I pray that God will give us faith. God will give us faith in his word, faith in his servants, faith in every word or promise that he has given to us. And as we believe that pr promise and as we pray, may God release answers to those prayers in the name of Jesus. Faith is a major key to answered prayer. Hallelujah. Faith is a major key that a, a believer has to use. To receive answers to his or her prayers. That is why Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. It says that. For without faith it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe. First of all you have to believe that he is. You see. There is a place for believing before you can receive answers to your prayer. There is a place that you have to have faith that there is God. 
even for God to answer your prayer. He said that he that comes to God must believe that he is. He is able. He is God enough to answer that prayer. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I pray that may our faith come alive in the name of Jesus. May God cause us to have faith to believe that he is capable and he is able to reward our prayer and to answer our prayer in the name of Jesus. Let's open our Bibles to James chapter 1 verse 6. Unbelief is a tool that the enemy uses to attack our prayer. And as long as we walk in unbelief, we will not receive answers to our prayer. James chapter 1 verse 6 says that, But let him ask in faith. It means that the one who is praying should pray in faith. With no doubting. Hallelujah. God is calling us to a place of faith. That, that prayer you are praying, ask yourself, am I praying this out of faith or out of fear? Sometimes we pray because we are afraid of the unknown. We are afraid of the things that might happen to us. But this evening, let's shift our, our faith from, from the things that we are afraid of and rather focus our faith in God. That he is God and he is able and that he is also a rewarder. And he can answer every prayer of ours. Say, but let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubt is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. Driven and tossed by the wind. So you see that one time you, you are in prayer and after prayer you have so much faith. You believe that you have received answer to that prayer. But when something negative happens after that prayer, which is actually a test of your faith, you see that you are wavering. You are doubting. Would God really come through for me? Child of God, I came to encourage you this evening that God will stand sure by his word. If only you will also have a mountain moving faith that as you have prayed, God will answer. Therefore, in this month of prophetic announcement, whatever declaration, whatever announcement that will come for us, let us have faith that God will perform that word over our life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So the number one thing that hinders the prayer or that causes us not to receive answers to our prayer is unbelief because we lack faith. I pray that God will help us and cause our faith levels to come up in the name of Jesus. The second thing that hinders the prayer of the believer is unforgiveness. 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 The same Mark chapter 11 verse 25. Mark chapter 11 verse 25. We are just coming from the month of the culture of showing brotherly love. So we, we, we already understand the part that love or brotherly love plays in the life of the believer. And we are seeing it again as a, as a tool that will propagate our prayer or that will propel us to receive answers to our prayer. So Mark chapter 11 verse 25. Jesus said, and whenever you stand praying, 
if you have anything against anyone, ha, this is wonderful. Say, if you have anything, he, he didn't say if your case is justified. He said, if there is anything in your heart against anyone, regardless of who is wrong or who is right. Hallelujah. May God take us to the place of walking in love, in brotherly love, that before we even pray, we want to check ourselves and say, ah, am I walking in unforgiveness? Because unforgiveness have the ability to choke the answer to your prayer. Many a times God releases answers to our prayer, but because we are holding somebody in our hearts, <laughs> you are holding that auntie of yours. You are holding your father in your heart. You are holding your, your colleague in the office because they stepped on your foot. You are holding them. And that is blocking your answered prayer. But I pray that God will help us remove all of these hindrances from our life. You see, they are like razor wires. God wants to pass through with a blessing. But something has cantankerous this movement. God cannot move to us. The answered prayer cannot come to us. But I pray that as we get to the end of the year, there is a lot of prayer that has been lifted. And God wants us to receive solutions, answers to those prayers. And we shouldn't allow ourselves for unforgiveness to hold our answered prayer. That breakthrough is coming. That miracle is coming. But don't give unforgiveness room. Room to clog your blessing. See that whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, is there anyone? Anyone, it could be the person could be older than you, the person could be younger, the person could be your equal, the person could be anybody. If you have anything. Just, just link up with the person and say, I, I wasn't happy about what you said, but I forgive you because I want to receive answers to my prayer. I want to receive answers to my prayer. Because, you see, love is, is indeed the greatest of all. No wonder Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1. He said, even if eh, I speak in the tongues of men and I don't have love, I am like a, a, a sounding brass. <laughs> it means that you can, you can be speaking in tongues. You can be praying. But you see, if you walk in unforgiveness, Bible is equating your prayer or equaling your prayer to the sound of brass. I, I, I'm sure maybe some of us don't know brass. You see, when they are going for picnic, the people that play the drums and follow the, the, those going on the picnic or on the flute, those are the, those are the things we call brass, brass band. Yeah. See, if you speak in tongues and you are praying and you don't have love, you are walking in unforgiveness, you are like a sounding brass. May God have mercy on us. That in this year, as the year is rounding up, every prayer we have prayed will not be hindered. But rather we will receive answers to every prayer in the name of Jesus. When you read 1 Peter chapter 1, chapter 3 verse 12. 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 12. Bible says that because... 
Okay, let me read. It says, For the ears of the Lord are on the righteous. The eyes of the Lord, sorry, are on the righteous. And his ears are opened to their prayer. It means that the ear of God is blocked <laughs> to the prayers of people who are not righteous, who are walking in unforgiveness. I pray that may God's ear be open to our prayer. And as he hears your prayer, may he answer your prayer in the name of Jesus. You see, unforgiveness eh, can be seen as very trivial, but it is very, it's a, it's a very deadly weapon blocking your prayer. Blocking you from receiving answers to your prayer. In in the verse 7 of 1 Peter chapter 3 verse verse 7. 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 7. It says that even as a husband, <laughs> if you are going to pray and there is something in your heart against your wife, God will not hear your prayer. You let me read it. Husbands, likewise, dwell with them with understanding, referring to their spouses, giving honor to the wife as to, as to the weaker vessel and as being hers together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. <laughs> it means that a husband who is walking in unforgiveness towards the wife, the prayer of that man is hindered. The prayer of that man is not answered. I pray that God will help us all. So you see that the man is praying for a promotion in the office. But because of the grudge he has with the wife, that open door for the promotion is not coming. Why? Something is holding that answered prayer. I pray that may God cause you to let go of every grudge and let love lead our lives as we receive answers to our prayer in the name of Jesus. Let's move on to the third hindrance of our prayer. Yeah. The third thing that can block answers to your prayer is when you have the wrong motive. Ah. When you are praying with the wrong intention. When you are praying with the wrong motive. So we ask ourselves, why do we even want God to open that door for you? Why do you want God to give you that breakthrough? Is it to mock others? Is it to show off? You see, anything that doesn't give God the glory is a wrong motive. When you are praying, any expectation or any any motive behind that prayer that doesn't glorify God but brings the glory to you or satisfy your ego is a wrong motive. And sometimes God doesn't answer those prayers because they are wrong motives. So you see that you are praying for a certain door to open. It doesn't open because the motive behind God, if you do this for me, the way I will show my neighbor that he knew is nobody. No. God, if you give me this breakthrough, when I come to church, sister, so, so, and so, no, your motive. 
can be the reason why you are not receiving answers to the prayer. But I pray that may God help us have the right motive so that every prayer we prayed, we pray, will be answered in Jesus' name. James chapter 4 verse 2. James chapter 4 verse 2. We read from 2 to 3. He said, you lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You covet for things, but you see that you don't obtain those things. You have desire for having things. But you see that, no, you are not achieving those things that are in your heart. You fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. Some of us are even fighting over things. We are fighting over things in prayer. Because the violent have to take it by force. So we stand in prayer and we say, Father, we take this position of vacancy in our office by force. We pray that God give us this promotion, give us this position, give us this thing in our office. We stand and pray. But because we have the wrong motive behind it. You see that you are fighting and you are warring. But Bible said that they fight and they war. But they do not receive. They do not obtain the thing they are praying about. But I pray that that will not be your story. From today, when you stand to pray, may God give you a godly motive to influence and help you pray better. That your motive praying will be that God bless me with money so that I can sponsor the kingdom. God, bless me with money that I can raise my family up. God, bless me. Yeah. Not that you want to use it to show off or be a sort of uh, something else. But God should use that blessing to help his work. Let's read verse 3. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss. So, we, we are all familiar with this part of the scripture that says that we don't receive answers to our prayer because we ask or we pray amiss. But there is a second part of this scripture that talks about the motive behind our prayer. And say that, that you may spend it on your pleasures. You ask amiss that you may spend whatever God is going to bring your way on your own pleasure. So you see that the brother is praying for a wife because he wants to prove a point that he too, he has grabbed or he has married some. The sister is praying, is praying, is praying that God, you see, one of the things that we should learn from Hannah is that she never used penina as a reference to pray. That God, give me a child that I will show to penina. Never. The motive was that, give me a son and I'll give him to you. And when God heard that prayer, he said, ah, why should I withhold this blessing from this woman? Because her motive is not even to foster the rivalry between her and penina. But her motive is that he wants to give, give me a son and I'll give you a prophet. That was what Hannah was telling God. Yeah. Let our motives be right. Let our motives just be clean. 
that God, this prayer we are praying is for a godly cause. Nehemiah, when he wanted to build the temple walls, could have a lot of motives to prove a point that he too is somebody. But he said, he just said that the kingdom of God will be everlasting from generation to generation. That was his only motive. Standing there to pray. Standing there to pray. I pray that God will cause our motive not to fulfill our, our selfish lust and pleasures and ambitions, but rather to be geared towards the call and to, to, to further the gospel and the work of God. So you ask yourself anytime you stand to pray, what is my push? What is my heart's posture? What is the posture of my heart? What am I thinking about this prayer? What is my motive? What is my motive? When your motive is right, God will answer the prayer. He told Cain, if you do well, if you do well, will you also not be remembered or rewarded? Sin lies at your door because you have the wrong intention for your brother. You killed him. But if you do well, whatever your brother got, you too, a king, you will get. But king couldn't have the right motive. He just thought God has answered Abel and therefore he should go and kill Abel and not really work on his heart and his motive. That his motive was wrong. That, that's why God didn't receive his sacrifice. But when he, he realigns himself, perhaps God will listen to his prayer and will answer him. Hallelujah. Let's talk about the last one so that we'll end for tonight. The other thing, the fourth thing that hinders our prayer is spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. There are principalities and powers that can hinder the prayer of a believer. That is why you should never lose your prayer fire. You should, you see, when you pray in a, a very rugged way, you shouldn't be shy of it. Or you shouldn't feel bad that you there when you are praying is very giddy giddy. <laughs> no. Bible says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Why? Because the things that we are coming or contending against. They wish to stop your answered prayer. It happened to Daniel. Daniel chapter 10, verse 12. Let's read Daniel chapter 10, verse 12. Help us, Lord. See that? Then he said to me, Do not fear, Daniel. For from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come because of your words. So the first day he announced that he wanted to pray, God released answers to his prayer. Verse 13. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days, and behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. Wow. It means angels even need enforcement. 
Hallelujah. He said that the reason why the prayer of Daniel was delayed was because a spiritual principality was fighting him. Was fighting him. That is why we will not stop praying. That is why you should also not stop praying. That even in this last two months, in prophetic announcement months, stand up in the night. Pray, pray, pray. Keep on praying till you see results. That God, I know I have not received the answer yet, but I persist and I keep pushing to receive answer to my prayer. In Luke chapter 18 verse 1, downwards, he said that, Men ought to pray and not to faint. And afterwards, he speaks of a parable concerning the widow who had an interaction with the unjust judge. The widow kept on going and going and going. One day, the the man just had to give up and say, okay, I give up. Whatever you want, I'll do for you. In the same Luke chapter 11, there was a man whose friend came to visit him. And he needed bread. So he went to his friend to look for bread. Bible said that he knocked and knocked and knocked. The man couldn't come out. There is a certain resistance to your answered prayer. That it will only take more prayer to receive answers. Because there is a spiritual hindrance. It is not because you are walking on, in unbelief. It's not because you are having wrong motive. It's not because you are walking in unforgiveness. But because something is fighting against your prayer. So when you pray and you see a resistance, add more prayer. Add more prayer. So I heard a, a, a man of God say that what prayer cannot do, more prayer will do. And what more prayer cannot do? Much more prayer. <laughs> Pray a little more because there is something hindering that answer. Push a little further. Push a little further. Push a little further. That God, I don't want to give up. I want to receive answer to this prayer. You can imagine Elijah on the Mount of Camel with his head in between his legs, praying and praying and praying and praying, only to go out and see nothing. Most of us would have given up. But there was a principality in Jezreel fighting him. Content. Jezebel and his people have had have, have enchanted through Baal not to let rain, rain come. But the man kept on praying. He kept on praying. Kept on praying. And Bible said, at the seventh time, when the disciple went, when the servant went, he saw a sign of an answered prayer. I pray that after tonight, may God show you a sign to your answered prayer in the name of Jesus. May every prayer you raise, may every prayer you utter, may it be an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. May nothing hinder your prayer anymore. May nothing hinder your prayer anymore. Shall we be on our feet as we spend some time in prayer? As we spend some time in prayer. Keep want to pray this evening that, Father, whatever hinders my prayer tonight, 
remove it and deal with it in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Maybe it is the wrong motive that is hindering your prayer. Maybe it's a spiritual principality fighting against you. Lift up your voice and pray that, Father, let anything hindering my prayer be removed in the name of Jesus. Let anything hindering my prayer be dealt with in the name of Jesus. Let unforgiveness in my heart be dealt with. Oh Lord, we pray tonight and we ask our Father any wrong motive, any spiritual any spiritual orchestration fighting against my answers to my prayer, I pray tonight that Father, O oh Lord, deal with them in the name of Jesus. Any spirit of unbelief, O oh Lord, that I'm walking in this evening, I pray that Father, grant me the grace to walk in faith. Therefore, I so that I can receive answers to my prayer in the name of Jesus. May the Lord help us, O oh Lord. May the Lord help us, O oh Lord, to walk out of unbelief, to walk out of unforgiveness, to walk out of unconfessed sins. Unconfessed sins is one of the reasons why we don't receive answers to our prayer because God said my ear is not short to hear but because of your sins. That is why it looks as if God is not answering your prayer. Pray this evening that God will have mercy upon you and God will cause you to receive answers to every prayer in the name of Jesus. Father help your church and help us. In this month of prophetic announcement may we receive answers to every prayer. May we receive answers to every prayer. May we receive answers to every declaration. May we receive answers to every announcement. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed with thanksgiving and you shout your loudest Amen. Hallelujah. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.